Welcome to episode 24 of Inside Jogging Podcast. Um, we're back again for another week. Got a scarily good episode for you this Halloween. Um, and by scarily good, I mean we've probably got nothing for you. Um, but we'll try our best. Yeah, thanks again for spending the next hour with us, listening to us talk absolute rubbish. And um, I was having a little look through your reviews this week that I forgot to look through for the last two months. And there was some, some nice ones there. Um, some funny ones and then one guy who wasn't too happy about me being a bit of a moaner but get used to it mate I'm not going to change your ways and um Josh loves it so um I'm going to keep moaning at him for as long as we live um Josh you're happy with me moaning you aren't you I don't have much choice exactly so um where are you back in Peterborough right now Josh yeah just a tour of the country at the moment Every weekend's different. So Josh has been in London. I'm currently sitting in my brother-in-law's office in Plymouth. Um, Clousey, where are you this weekend? I'm in Wrexham, mate. Every weekend. The big nothing's changed. The big Wrexham, because I was watching the big, uh, the big W. I was watching Sky Sports News this week, and I saw Ryan Reynolds and his mate. Um, they're in Wrexham this week, aren't they? Listen, mate. It's Hollywood in Wrexham. Hollywood's flying in to Wrexham. What? Do you know? That's all I can say. Do you know anything about this this takeover? Why they're why they're doing it? Go on. I don't know. That's what my question. I thought, as a man who lives in Wrexham, you might know. because everyone wants to invest in Wrexham. It's a place big, to be, mate. Big place. Um, I heard they were out on the town doing shots with the locals, which was quite must be quite a funny sight. But um, but yeah, um, everybody's investing in Wrexham, so. You've got some cash to spend. Wrexham Athletics Club, next big thing. Um, yes, please, and clean the track. Yeah, Lovely. invest in, in in the clousy loop. We can make it like, is it is your, how, how long is your loop? Three miles, four miles? Yeah, if, if Wrexham Council can uh, put streetlights all the way around the 10K loop, that would be lovely, please. Exactly. Um, Josh... Josh just said to us, could he stretch while we're recording this episode? We both said no, but he's disregarded us and is, is busy stretching. So It gives me emotion sickness. So, Josh, watching him. instead of Clousy kicking off, can you talk us through your week? Because I know you are buzzing about it. And if anybody knows Josh, once he has a couple of good runs, he doesn't stop talking about them. So, Josh, talk through your week and try and keep it under an hour. Cool. I thought you'd never ask. Right. <clears throat> Let's go to Monday. Um, to be fair, my week was good, but it wasn't like extraordinary. It was just one good run. Well, if um, you if you're in my if you're in the WhatsApp groups that I'm in, you think it's world class. So Monday morning, um, did just over four miles, seven oh five. It's nice and easy. I think I started really slow on some of these runs actually. Then in the evening, I did an easy 45. I think that was with... Oh, no, that wasn't with you. No, I don't like it. Um, <laughs> uh, that was six... Yeah, so just 6.6 miles, and that was 6.34s. Uh, can, you, can you just set the scene? Were you... This week, have you spent the whole week in tracksuits? 
Ah, we'll get to Tuesday. Uh, I remember Monday night now because, um, so actually it was quite interesting because we recorded the podcast last Monday. And if this was probably a month, two months ago, when I was playing on my computer, I wouldn't have gone for this run. So we, st- I, I started running at half past six. And yeah, a, a month ago, I'd have been like, oh, I can't be bothered. Um, instead of that, I did 45 minutes. Then I did eight by 15 second strides. Then I did core and then I did some stretching. So change man, Chris Brown. Can I, can I just um, say something? Go on. Please do. Every time I look at your heart rate data. Yeah, I haven't been wearing my strap every day. No, 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 no. Wait for it. So every time I look at your average heart rate and I say to you what's been going on here, you're blaming your tracksuit on every single run. <laughs> I'm sorry. Are you like um, running in one of them udies or them, you know, them full full lamp fleece, like dressing gown type things, onesies? No, but I definitely would wear like short sleeve, long sleeve, a jacket, and then trackies. Or time, oh, yeah. sometimes trackies, sometimes tracks. So I do probably get a little bit warm, but I quite like it. It's like a, I don't know. I feel fitter, <laughs> sweating a bit more. <laughs> quite weird, I know, but. There we go. So that was Monday. So yeah, that's, um, I think that it's quite interesting because like I say, if I, if I wasn't, if I was on my computer, I just wouldn't have done that run. And I just been like, oh, I don't like, yeah. So motivation wise, pretty good at the minute. I mean, we've only been telling you this for about six months to get off yeah. that computer, but yeah. Well done. And we've only got, we've only gone through Monday, so <laughs> it's going to be an hour. Um, Tuesday, I did 4.5 miles at lunch. Oh, the route. I, I tried to go out. So, Aaron, do you know, do you remember the loop we did last year before London? And we did that session um, and I wore your shoes for it. Yeah, I went yeah. there. Terrible. Absolutely terrible. It was so windy. I nearly got hit by some cars. So I won't be doing that again. Um, so that was, yeah, 30 minutes, 6.53s. Then I did a session on Tuesday evening. So I did three mile warm up, nice and easy. And I wasn't really sure where to do this. So I kind of just did it um around, around Warrington and it was a pretty shit loop to be honest so I did 10 by two minutes off 60 second jog and it wasn't really that quick so I was probably running like five minute miling and yeah I didn't feel great um but I was yeah I was just sort of running off film more than anything um it's probably why I was actually looking at this it was a bit faster than five minute miling um but yeah the loop wasn't great I was kind of running on the road you know where the great eastern run goes Aaron I was kind of running down where uh, where you where it was windy and I got dropped when we last did it. It was sort of that loop. Um, Mate, I don't think I've ever seen you in Great Eastern Run. You've been so far behind me, you've just got <laughs> off the line. The question is: Is did you go into the cock in pub after? Oh, it's a, Brady actually commented on this, and I didn't clock the Strava segment. So uh, there's a Strava segment called "Cock Into the Post Office." The Cockin is a pub for anyone that doesn't realise. Um, it is a pub, and it's one if, if you're a listener overseas, the end part is a pub. Yes, yeah. the cock is a part of a male's anatomy. Um, Josh does frequent it from time to time, <laughs> but I got the Strava segment, so uh, that's why that came up. Um, then I did. Two isn't, isn't a cock um, a male uh, hen as well? It I is. I wondered where you were going there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It is. That's not normally what why I use it. But let's move on. Let's move on. Go on. 
Uh, Wednesday, I did seven miles at lunchtime, 6.48. So again, just reasonably easy. Uh, and then I ran with Aaron in the evening, did 30 minutes and some weights. So I actually started big, to get a little bit heavier on the weights. Big weights. Yeah, oh, I can't, what did we get up to, like 40, 45 on the squats? I think 50. Uh, maybe. No, 50, yeah. And then deadlifts, calf raises, core. Same as we kind of did before. And we had all the videos. Oh, yeah, videos every time. Honestly, right, I'm going to come in here. So there's me busy trying to do some core that Josh has been telling me to do for ages. So I'm cracking on with some core. Every two minutes, he's like, just video me. Oi, video me. Take a video for Matt. Take a video for Matt. I was like, I'm just doing my own exercises. Sure. Take a video of yourself, mate. I just want to make sure my form's okay because I don't want to, um, yeah, fuck my like squats and stuff. Then he took, it, then he took his top off. <laughs> I was looking in the mirror. That was my favourite. Yeah, I did some. Uh, I don't. Know, I don't know what the exercise is called, but some arm stuff. And I was like, I look massive, which obviously wasn't the case. But there we go. Um, Wednesday, mo- sorry, Thursday morning, I ran with Phil Martin, um, and I didn't realise how dark it was in the morning. So I haven't run that early in a while. So it was like seven ten, and it's literally pitch black. But I ran around Ferry Meadows. So that was quite fun. Clocks have changed now today. You're all good. Yeah, I'll come to that uh, when we get to Sunday. Um, so yeah, just eight miles and six by 15 seconds stride. So that was 7.03 average. I think it was pretty uh, pretty easy. Then Friday, I was going to double, but Matt didn't want me to do more than 80 miles this week. So I just did three mile warm up and I had a massage on wet Thursday evening. And I knew, so my my session was, well, it was meant to be a tempo at uh, about five tens to five fives on Friday night. And as soon as I started warming up, I felt great. And uh, my brother came with me because where we did it, it's... Um, it's Before around- we go into the session, are you going to give the masseuse a shout out? Yeah, Dave Patmore Hill. He co- commented, if anyone's interested, on my tempo. Um, good old boy. Aaron sees him as well now and then. There you go. If you're in the area. Yeah. He's going to up And I don't know if it was a bit of that or I don't know. But um, yeah, I felt great on Friday night. So... I was going to start at 5.10s and I said to my brother, I was like, because he biked in front of me with his torch. I said, I'll try and run. Let's start at five minute mile and we'll just see how it goes. Um, so yeah, got out a bit, bit quick. I think 4.53 first mile. Um, what was prescribed for you again on that, this tempo? Five, 5.10s. Yeah, 5.10s start. So I was like, right, we're there. You've always got to go a little bit quicker. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, 4.53 first mile. And then I was like, right, well, I've committed now. And my brother said, should we slow down? I was like, nah, we're just going to go. Um, so I was like, I said in my head, I was like, if I can run sort of 4.55, this would be like, the it's definitely the fastest tempo I've ever done. Um, and we averaged 4.55. So I finished in a 4.50. So a couple of the middle ones were like 4.57 or something like that. Um, yeah, so that's by far the fastest tempo I've ever done. I think I said to you, Matt, the, the second fastest tempo I've ever done it's like 503s or something for the similar distance. So I was really, really pleased with that. Um, and then warm down after that. And then I um, actually, I'll say this at the end of the week because I can sort of tell what I'm going to do next week. So, so after this tempo. Yeah. So what, what was going through your mind at the end of this tempo? Uh, okay, we'll go for it now. So I was more thinking, I was trying to compare it to where I was after the last marathon block. And I remember the first tempo I did. <clears throat> Wait, a second. Wait a second. Listeners, just go get the kettle on, make yourself a cup of tea, settle down. 
Fifteen biscuit. Oh, yeah. I, I hope everyone's doing their long run on a Monday morning. Go on, crack um, on. Yeah, I, I was kind of comparing what I'd done or sort of similar times to what I've run in my last block. And I remember last after last London, I did like four miles, I think, the first week at 5.25. And I was like, that felt terrible. Uh, and I think even the second one was like 5.15s or something like that. So I'm like 20 seconds a mile faster than where I was last block. So I was like, I'm clearly in a much better shape. And um, I was meant to be doing this five mile race next weekend. And I called Matt on Saturday morning because um, I was like, mm, how about Reading half? Because he said to me, it's probably a bit soon, a couple of weeks back. Um, so yeah, so that's kind of the plan now. So just hope, hoping to get um, some entry confirmed on that. Um, just to see, yeah. I, mean, I, I think I can probably, I'm probably in quite good shape, which is kind of weird because I've only done like two weeks full training. So, which is good anyway. Um, so then that brings us to Saturday. And I don't know about the weather everywhere else. It was horrendous. So again, full tracksuit, um, watch under my sleeve. And my heart rate was pretty high on this actually. But um, so I averaged 6.20s for six miles. And Matt, you probably weren't too impressed with the, uh, the pace there. No, it's not the pace, it's the heart rate. Ah, uh, yeah. So I think it was like- Get a tracksuit on, mate. That's what he told yeah, me. Exactly. It would have been 30 <laughs> beats lower. He got up to threshold on an easy run. <laughs> Um, and I did some some light hills after, so I did eight. Uh, I think yeah, eight by like seventeen or eighteen seconds. There's not really that big hills around here, um, so I just sort of yeah, did what I could. So when wait, where did you find a hill? Um, it's kind of like half a mile from where uh, my brother's house is. I is mean, by a hill, it's more of a a, a climb, a speed bump. Yeah, it's it's not big, not at all. I don't. I can't picture any hills around. That area. The elevation. So the elevation um, gate for 0.75 miles was 69 feet. I don't really, I can't really relate to that. But sorry, um, if you hear in the background, there's quite a few <laughs> trick or treaters coming to this door. Yeah, I, if it if it was me, they would be tricked every time. <laughs> what would you do? What, would you do? What, would you do? what would you do? It depends on the age of the child, how savage you'd be. They don't. They won't be coming back. Let's put it that way. I don't know if I want to ask what you do, so I might move on before you get yourself in trouble. Um, and then Sunday morning, so I ended up, as Aaron said, I was in London yesterday. Um, and it was kind of a quite a spontaneous trip. So I actually ended up in London with no running gear and I wasn't planning on staying over. Um, so when I sort of decided I was going to stay over, I had no nothing with me. So I ended up ended up in Night Town. Um, so I bought some new structures, new top, new shorts. Are they, are they shorts you wore today? Yes. Walking <laughs> through these shorts, they are half. But I wanted some Aero Swift ones, and the, they only had that colourway, and that's the new, like the fast one. Have you seen these, Matt? Yeah, I commented on his uh, Instagram story this morning. Said it was disgusting. It wasn't really much choice, so I was like, okay, well, I'll go for those. Um, Were they on sale? Oh, Sixty quid. Six that colour. Yeah, it's been two hundred fifty quid. So. Super, uh, they're on your Instagram. Are they on your main Instagram, which is your story, Josh? Uh, probably just a story. I don't really post much in my. Thing. I mean, I'll take a screenshot now and I'll I'll post it. I'll post it for the listeners on on Instagram. But <laughs> they're like a a lime green. I think the word is vault. Vault. A vault color. Vault yeah. um, vomit. <laughs> go on, carry on. I'll post that. Um. So yeah. So I ended up running with um a couple of guys in London this morning. 
we went round Wimbledon Common and then Richmond Park, which I've never run around before, which was uh, very nice, but very, very wet. Uh, literally horrendous. So <clears throat> I didn't have, um, I just had this t-shirt. So Reese Edwards lent me a, a Belgrave jacket um, and that got quite a lot of attention on uh, my social media this morning. By a lot of attention, is it a couple of men? <laughs> no, Instagram DMs. Like what? Talk us through it. There's like 25 people were like, oh, you're joining Belgrave, you're joining Belgrave. <laughs> Clousey, what you got to say about this? He, he, he was one of them. I will, um, I will stop coaching Josh if he moves. <laughs> so yeah, just so everyone knows, I'm not joining Belgrave. Um, I was just very, very cold and very wet. <clears throat> so yeah, that's the week. So I, oh, I actually didn't say what we did at the run. So we did 16 miles at 6.42. So Reese and I sort of pushed on a little bit in the middle, not really sort of by any means, but um, we ended up running sort of like 6.15, 6.10s for a couple of miles. And then we sort of doubled back for the other guys. Um, so yes, that brings us to the week. So Matt said, don't do more than 80 or 80 is too much. So I did 79.7. Kept within the, kept within the, uh, yeah. And that's my week. Good. Um, Good week. Yeah. Solid week. So what's the, you got a target for Reading or are you just going to go out? No, not really, because I think it's quite hard to say. I've not done a huge amount of like volume. So, I don't know how it will go, but I thought, I said, like I said to Matt, if you don't sort of race, I mean, I might be in good shape, I might be in PB shape. Um, who knows? So I'll just go and race, really, more than anything. Fine. When I ask you this, or when I don't even ask you, when you tell me this all week that you're going to run 63, don't do it, because <laughs> you just told me you're just going to race. So I don't want to hear it this week. <laughs> I'm saying. Um, right, Matt, let's go on to you. Um I've not actually seen what you've been up to this week, so I'm um, intrigued to listen. Go for it. Are you excited? I am. I usually kind of have a little scroll. Before I do this show, believe it or not, I do do some prep now and again. And um, I haven't done any this week because I'm I'm on the road. So, yeah, sort of winging this week's episode. So, interested to see what you've done, Matt. Also sounds like you're um, in a village hall. It sounds it's very so echoey, isn't it? echoey, yeah. Yeah. High ceilings. It's very high ceilings. Um, I'm, what, six foot two, and there's at least another six foot above me, so... Um... Of course. <laughs> six foot, 12 foot. Are you in a church? <laughs> Pretty much. All right, so uh, Monday morning, nine and a half miles in the morning, plus weight, 7.23 pace. I think I was with Dan Weston on this run. Uh, yeah, I was. Um, so that was Monday. And then I had to, oh no, I wasn't driving down just yet. I was driving down to the office middle of the week, but I, I did a session in the morning before. So um, I've been trying to do Wednesday, Saturday sessions, but I had to do this one a day early because I was um, away with work. So Tuesday morning, I was just going to go out and back on the, uh, the old pant lane which is just outside the house. So um, the session itself was eight by three minutes with a one minute walk rest. Um, yeah. Do you know what? It's quickest I've actually done it on there. Um, generally I, I do like, a, a, it, there's two markers uh, just marked by grids. So I get 
from one grid to the other and it's uh, 1K bang on. And I was getting there between sort of 248 to 253 um, per rep. So obviously just carrying on for another couple of minutes, couple of seconds. So yeah, it, it was, I mean, I was quite surprised actually that I had that sort of turnover given I'm pretty out of shape and I've had a bit of a break. So pretty chuffed for that. Obviously this, um, this clarity marathon recovery plan is, is getting the boys in shape. <laughs> yeah, something like that. Maybe, maybe that's all you need to do. Like, yeah, none of this high mileage. Just do 60 to 80 mile a week and done. Yeah, do the old uh, croaker um, training. Yeah, I, I don't know. I think obviously with not doing high volume or anything, your legs just a little bit fresher. Yeah. Um, and it, it's one of them, isn't it? It's like when you're on a break, um, you, you, you have to kind of run yourself out of shape when you're coming back rather than um, the other way around. So, um, is Josh, is Josh disappeared? Yeah, he's not bothered about the rest of us. Sorry. Got more trick or treaters at this door. I'm in a church, I am in a church hall, just although churches don't do Halloween. So I'm surprised Josh doesn't go with them, to be honest. Um, all these trick or treating no not about that have you not had any at your doors you two uh only one or two but yeah as i said i've not been dealing with them they do it in wales i mean listen right i've just carved a pumpkin (laughs) okay so i thought we'd have some i got sweets I've got chocolate lollies with Halloween got lots of chocolate. We know de- about it. De- decorations on them, individually wrapped, COVID secure, and we've got none. I'm a bit pissed off to be honest. So I've got to eat everything now. Is Gina dressed up? Yes. Yeah. Cheers. Yeah. Witch in a broomstick. Nice. I'm just my usual, usual self. That scares off a few children. Anyway, that was. Right. Tuesday, Tuesday morning. Um, Tuesday evening, I was down Cardiff um, with work, so just did an easy four miles, seven twenty-five, back on the uh, back on the Taff Trail, which is nice. Actually, was on the Taff Trail for pretty much the rest of the week. So Wednesday, nine miles in the morning at seven sixteen. Um, again, just went. I was actually. Um, staying in Whitchurch, which is just up the road from Cardiff. So ran down onto the Taff. That hotel. Pitch, pitch black. Yeah. Uh, the w- Whitchurch, is, I would argue that Whitchurch is in Cardiff. Yeah, but it's like a town in it outside. It's not a suburb. So, so all right then. Yeah. Let's go with suburb. <laughs> Where are you from, America? Um, yeah. <laughs> we, have a, we have a hotel review, Matt. We haven't had one in a while. Oh, I can give you a hotel re- review. Um, this this place was atrocious, <laughs> absolutely atrocious. The ironing board had lumps in it. I couldn't even iron my shirts. Um, what else? I don't think I've used an iron in a long while. Yes, yeah, the the coffee station didn't have biscuits. Um, interesting. Yeah. You, know, you know biscuits when you go into hotels. Like it's the first thing I eat. I was appalled that Mike, Mike Channing, when we stayed in Newcastle the other week, wasn't having any of the biscuits. He was like, eating's cheating and steered clear. That's the first thing you have. And some of the, uh, I think it's Marriott, they, 
um, they do a warm cookie when you um, when you check in. Yeah, good. Um, and yeah, the, the breakfast was a terrible, to be honest. So what? what no selection. Out of ten. Oh, it was. I'd say a six. I had to. All they had was cornflakes, box of cornflakes. What have they got to do disgusting. to get worse than a six? Then you just said this What's is that? a bit more. What have they got to do to get worse than a worse than a six? If you you said this place is abysmal, I was expecting like a two star. No, no, it, it had a good mattress and pillars. Okay, that was the only thing that saved it. Maybe anyway, um, that's the last time I get my boss to book uh, book me a hotel. So that was Wednesday. I didn't have time to go for another run Wednesday just because I was working late. So um, Thursday, another nine miles in the morning, same out and back, down on the Taft Trail, 6.41 pace. I think this was the one run. Actually, no, the weather's actually really decent um, these, these few days. I was having to get up really early for these runs. Um, this was at 5.49. So, um, yeah, that was 9 miles, 6.41 pace. And then I managed to get out in the evening as well, actually, for an easy four miles at 6.36 pace. I'd say, I'd say easy, but it was a bit quicker, actually, than easy. You comment about your wrist heart rate. Just um, I, I tell a lot of people this, because a lot of people these days use wrist heart rate, and it's a bit... It, in Klaus's words, it's abysmal. It's it's so inaccurate. It's so up and down. Just don't use it. That's what I'd say. Might as well just say you're wearing a tracksuit. Yeah, I mean, you know me, Josh. I don't wear tracksuits when it's bloody minus 10. So um, I'm in shorts and a vest. So, yeah, I'd say I'd say um, I wasn't working that hard. I mean, he said I was um, averaging 149, and I, I, I wasn't working that hard. So, um yeah, if you can, chest strap. Uh, so that was Thursday. Friday was just an easy, uh, just over six and a half mile run, 7.15 pace, plus some hills. Um, and then that... circus in this place. Got more trick-or-treaters. A question for you boys, actually. Maybe this shows how um, reckless I was as a teenager, but when... It was trick or treat season. Egging. Um, egging. But do you remember when they used to do an, um, wasn't it an age limit on when you could buy eggs? Yeah, yeah. Did you have that? Yeah, yeah you, had to be, you had to be over 18 to buy eggs in our shops. Yeah, I'm, I'm and you had to get an adult to buy them for you. Yeah. <laughs> How horrible, messed up were we as teenagers? Horrible individuals, all of us. Horrible kids. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, everybody in... The town of Woodbridge. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry for the, the Basford neighborhood. Neighborhood. Um, it was good, bloody fun though. <laughs> it was good fun. Yeah. Before, um, we, before we incriminate, incriminate ourselves, we'll we'll move on. Um, yeah, none of them hit the house. It's just I just we just threw them in the air. I just so, threw them in my, my own house. Yeah, just for a laugh. Just um, for annoying my mum. My mum, someone's making the house again. It's me. Oh, oh. good God. Those are the days, weren't they? Anyway, so that's, uh, that's Friday, Saturday, um, tempo day. So I've been uh, increasing the tempos week in, week out. So um, to yesterday's was a seven-mile tempo. 
I tell you what, it's um, if anybody's actually um, seen this loop, this is the loop, and I've probably said this before, but this is the loop that the Wrexham um, Marathon's going to be on. Uh, and this was two loops, so give you an idea of elevation, all that sort of jazz. Um, um, get any comments on that on that run, Matt? Yeah, I had one one or two comments. Don't know who they're from. Um, so that brings me to my next point. Um, it's crazy, isn't it? Like if you go, I don't know, about, I don't know about you boys, um, but if you go like two or three seconds slower, um, you can literally like hold that. It's crazy when you go when you tip two or three seconds too fast you can't hold it and then like you, you're getting to the end of the tempo and you're literally gassed but if you can go like two or three seconds slower it's crazy how you can just sustain that for so much longer i mean it's, it sounds obvious doesn't it but it's mad how them just them two or three seconds make such a big difference i i would agree and yes that's what i would say but then then you watch josh's training and he does the opposite to what he races in he he, he manages to run 456 as a whatever on a tempo He'll go to a race and it'll it'll tip to a 456 and it's too quick. So I think he um yeah, I don't know. I don't know what the answer is for Josh's racing. He just needs to do you know what? I, I actually did think about this and I do wonder if it's just purely marathon build-ups and like the sessions I've been doing. One thing as well I said to Matt is I've been doing a lot of strides recently. So I don't know if that's helped like my leg turnover because it feels like it has, but well, that's one thing that you've needed is like turnover. Yeah. Um, just a, another thing. Can you can you not clip your nails while we're recording because it's making me feel a bit sick? Did you see, or on that? Did you see Paul Scholes? Uh, no. Oh, yeah. was it biting his um, daughter's nails? Yeah. And do you know how old his daughter was, Josh? No. Twenty. Oh, that is. He was biting her toenails. So Paul Scholes, for anybody who's not UK, is a an ex England match United legend and there he is biting his 20 year old daughter's toenails that's disgusting absolutely disgusting i can't wait um, to realize he's 20 nibble on those toenails lovely oh anyway um hope you're all enjoying your dinner tonight um so i averaged 458 for that one uh, i was pretty happy about it, actually i felt really good finishing um and the aim. So today, that brings us to today. So, oh my God, I titled this uh, Moist Longy, but um, it was like a tsunami. It really was. Do you know, um, then, do you know when you used to go in an ice bath and you kind of, you're out of breath because it's that cold? Well, I was down in, uh, down in the industrial state today and it rained that heavy that I was like having to scream for about a mile and a half because I couldn't I catch that. my breath. I love that when you, I've been on those runs before. I remember one New Year's Day and I, I think I probably need to got hyperthermia from a, a long run and it was so cold. Like I literally got in the house and Jenny had to put me in the shower. That's how like gone I was. But you like, when the conditions are so bad, I can, I could be out there in the middle of nowhere and I'll just be screaming at the wind, telling it to do one. I, I enjoy those runs the best. You're just a madman. It was biblical, honestly. I was screaming. I mean, no one could hear me. No. But um, I was screaming for about a mile and a half. 
But don't you look um, back at those runs where you've just, I've had so many where I've been running into the wind, I've just been like, oh, fuck off wind. Mm. And it's just funny looking back because you're just talking to the wind, which isn't going to listen. But there you go. Oh, it was horrendous. It was really bad. But anyway, I got through it. Um, a few screams. Um, another, another thing as well, I've noticed, because um, my gloves were that wet, I was um, squeezing them to like rinse all the water out. And I don't know if this is this was in my head, but every time I squeeze my hands, squeeze, squeeze, is that right? Squeezed, squeeze. Is squeeze the word? No. Um, anyway, um, I'll Bye out. I quite like squeeze. No one's noticed. Carry on. No one's noticed. Um, don't look it up. So. Every time I did that, and then I released my hands, I had, like, um, a lot more energy <laughs> when I was running. I don't know what it was. Maybe because I was, like, draining my gloves. But every time I did that, did it about five or six times. Um, and, like, my leg, I don't know, it was like um, I had more energy in my legs. You boys have experienced that? What are you talking about? Like, yeah, I don't know. Maybe maybe the, the this way. This story's getting worse and worse. It goes on. So yeah. anybody running a marathon, get really wet gloves and, and squeeze them. <laughs> and you'll squeeze really- them, right? I'm, honestly, I'm going to try it in a race. I'm going to squeeze my hands and just release my hands and see if it helps. I don't know what it was. You have to say like a word when you're doing it, like a, like a superhero word or something. Yeah, do it. Um, just scream and just do it. So, yeah, I just, I don't know what it was. But anyway, um, sometimes I just today. I, I think I think I had slight hypothermia to be honest, and that's why I was um I was thinking a bit different. Um anyway, so that was my week. So um that was what did I do? I did two hours um this morning, so that's 81 for the week. Good week. Um what's coming up in, in your race plan? You got one cup you doing the five miler? No, I'm gonna do um I think I'm going to enter Wimslow 10k. That's that? three weeks. Uh, the end of November. I want to try and maybe find one, um, maybe next weekend. But I just I don't think there's anything about. I've heard that there's a good half marathon which I might jump and jump down and do. But I don't know. Where's that half? That was a joke because uh, Josh maybe do one. Oh. Um, but um, no I um, I don't know yet we'll see I don't think there's much on the calendar next week so I'll have a look but Wimso's the next one hopefully and then I think I'm doing um, one up north or 10k then it's Telford oh you're doing uh, Telford as well Matt yes nice nice downhill course for you boys to, to run a non-legit timer um, anyway move quickly on from that before I get Telford in trouble. Um, talk me through your week. I will talk you through your week, my week, not your week. Um, so, by the looks of this, Monday, I remember this because it was just before we recorded, I did 10 miles at 6.49s, just a, a loop out into the out into the countryside, up a few big hills. Um, and it's, it's incredible because four weeks ago, maybe longer, this was the same route I did when I, I walked up all the hills and text Josh and was saying, I can't run these hills. Whereas this week, 6.49s, flying man. So um, I was buzzing after that and then I recorded the pod. So um, yeah, that's why last week I was a bit more, um, a bit more happy than usual. 
but back down to my normal self today. So, so Tuesday, I went down to the cricket pitch to do my session. Um, Whose session on. was this? It was actually my session, which I realised you gave Josh a similar session. He, had, he actually had 800, so he also didn't do what was on the plan. Um, I had an optional. So I did three-mile warm-up, then 10 by two minutes off, one-minute jog. I actually thought Josh had eight, and that's legit because I even texted Josh, and he was like, no, I had 10. Um, and then we had an argument about what session you did, Matt, and we both sort of messed it up for a while. But anyway... Um, yeah, it, it actually it went all right. I think I went out a little bit too hard on some of the early ones um, and started to bite towards the end. But I sort of cruised six, seven and eight a little bit so I could just hang in and get 10 done. Um, but yeah, good news is everything felt OK and it was a progression on last week. So um pretty, pretty pleased to get another session in the bank um, and that was, I think that was it on Tuesday. Wednesday, I went out in the morning and paced Philippa, who I help with her sessions. She's um, building up to a half marathon in December. And I'd given her two lots of four, three, two, one minutes off a minute recovery. And then I think three minutes between sets of like a 30 minute run. So we did an easy jog out to where we, and then did a loop for session. So I added on to the cool down. So I got about, I don't know, about 10 miles done in around about 7, 7.15s. Just the, the warm-up and some of her cool down were a bit slower. But, yeah, it was just nice to, to actually to run with somebody. And it felt, as it should, felt pretty easy. Like, I remember I always used to pace on our sessions. And, like, if I was to go out in the morning and try and run six-minute mile in, it would be tough. But when you pace somebody else in a session, whatever pace they're doing, as long as it's slower than your pace, it always feels so easy. Like I can pace somebody at 5.25s for like a 4K rep and it just feel, I don't know why it feels so easy when you're pacing somebody else and it's, yeah, bizarre. But anyway, that was um, Wednesday morning. Wednesday evening, I ran with Josh, as Josh said, um, we ran down the hill into Burley, did a little loop, came back past um, past the fence that still had the boxer shorts on, Matt. Both pairs are still there. Um, Josh said he didn't recognise one pair of them. But anyway, I'll leave it at that. Um, then we did some heavy weights, as Josh explained. Yeah, he was doing... Um, he was showing me what to do, which was, which was nice of him. Then he was like, I'm going to do some arm stuff. And I was like, nah. And he was doing shoulder press and some sort of, some other arm thing, like, I don't know, bent row or something, something along those lines. He was doing shoulder press and he made it look like it was a real effort. He had a couple of like, what are they, 6kg dumbbells in your hand? <laughs> and he was doing shoulder press. And I, was I like, started at five and then moved up to six. Like, oh, look at <laughs> I was like, I'm sure 6kg is what Jenny does. And I thought, let me have a go at this. I went down on it. It was absolutely fine. I was like, what is he, what is he doing? He must have like no muscle in his shoulders or his arms. I wanted to start a little, do a little bit more, uh, because yeah, my upper body is pretty, pretty bad. Yeah. Anyway, I went back to Jenny. Jenny's doing eight kilos on dumbbells. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. Um, 
She's getting hench. Um, Fair play. So that's Wednesday. Thursday. What happened Thursday? What did I do Thursday? Oh, I ran. Easy. I was really tired Thursday, actually. Um, I think I got some doms from the from the session from the, the weights and I sort of delayed it because I had a busy day at work and went out late afternoon before it got dark and um, yeah I did that hilly loop again and I just about managed 7.15s but I'm pretty sure the first half of the run was um, closer to 7.30s I, I originally planned on doing 10 oh well, I know I was meant to do two 45 minute runs that day but I didn't get out of Josh in the morning and then yeah, time got away from me. But yeah, pretty tired. So that was Thursday, Friday. I was, so Friday afternoon, I was driving to Plymouth. So I thought, right, Friday morning, I'm going to get a session done. And Josh will know because he lives near me now. It was horrendous. The wind was, I think on my Strava, it's like 20, 24 mile an hour, like average wind, which, for those people who, what's that? Like 40, 40 kilometers an hour, 45. So the gusts must have been at like 60, 70. Um, and, and then, yeah, towards the end of the session, it started to rain, but I'll get to that. So I did, I ended up just doing, I was going to do a straight threshold, but I thought that's just going to be sort of impossible in the wind to, to maintain any quality. So I did two by 12 minutes, um, two by 12 minutes of three minute jog, then five minutes hard at the end. So 30 minute sort of with, uh, what's that? 24. I don't kind of count. More than 34 30. minutes. Yeah. 35 minutes. Anyway, 29 minutes of threshold kind of thing. Um, and yeah, it was okay. Um, paces seemed pretty similar for each of them working fairly hard. Um, Got chased by a couple of dogs. Um, that was about as eventful as it got, really. And I felt my hamstring was a little bit tight from the weights on Wednesday. Um, and it has been a little bit tight for a week or so. So I thought the sensible thing to do after the session would be, as it was chucking it down, like biblical, I thought, I'm not going to cool down. I'm just going to go home. So didn't cool down, went home, got my bag ready and then drove to Plymouth for six and a half hours, which in hindsight was a bad idea because my hamstring is down in pieces. Um, my back is tight. Everything's tight. So I tried to go for a run yesterday morning, which is Saturday morning. And you know, Plymouth, Matt, it's very hilly. So I'm, I'm staying right on the seafront. So I'm right on the, the hoe. Um, and Excuse me? that's what it's called in Plymouth the hoe so yeah I'm right on the hoe and um yeah it's ultra hilly and I, I did about a, a k down this hill and it was just pulling I thought there's no point doing any damage um like the risk of doing damage was pretty high and like I've not got a I've actually booked into a race on the day of Telford Milton Keynes half for anybody listening amassing a a decent little field for Milton Keynes half. Um, so I've got that in about six weeks time. I just thought, yeah, it's not, it's now it's not the time to push it on a recovery run. Um, so walked back. It was a lovely morning, actually. 
even though it was windy, it was nice and clear. Um, then in the afternoon, I went and watched Ipswich play. It, luckily, Ipswich were in Plymouth, um, so I went to watch that. Uh, lost 2-1, so let's not go into that. And um, then went to a Halloween party in the evening for my sister-in-law's 30th, delayed 30th party. And you might have seen the pictures. Were you impressed? Gina, um, Gina was very impressed, actually. You wait to see it. Eliza was the pig. For she said how creative Jen was. I mean, it obviously wasn't you. It was all me. I, I, I worked like night and day on that for two weeks. Um, but yeah, no, Jen did it all, to be fair to her. She's a good old girl. Um, she, she, she did her costume. She did my costume. She, she put on actual scars. Like they use this, I don't know what it is. Some, they make scars for like TV and film. And she did that for her brother and sister-in-law. So like did professional makeup for like another two people as well, which fair play. Um, Kept her busy for a few hours. I just went and watched the football all afternoon, then just rolled in and got it done. Um, but yeah, it was it was interesting going to a party with a a one year old child. Like I forgot they like need to go to bed at like half seven. So I tried. Was she drinking? She she was on. She was just on the beers to start with. As I took a picture for you, she had a little can, didn't she? Pale ale, I think. Um, just so to start, started on a couple of tinnies. Um, and yeah, before we got into any of the hard stuff, she was pretty, pretty gone. So I tried to rock her to sleep. Um, and yeah, I didn't want her to be sick or anything because that could be an issue when you've been drinking and being rocked. So she's got a problem with being sick at the moment in the car. So, um, so yeah, I ended up leaving the party at like half nine to take her home because... She was asleep in the corner and yeah, her Couldn't handle a drink. Her grandparents weren't weren't doing their job really. They were meant to be looking after her. Um so yeah, I um I got an early night and then the clocks changed. Josh, you never mentioned your story about the clocks changing. Oh uh, yeah, it wasn't that exciting. I just basically went to bed. You just forgot. Didn't realise. And then Reese said this morning, he said mentioned something about an extra hour in bed. I was like, what did you get up late or something? I, I just had absolutely no idea that the clocks went back. Yeah, so we're now on Greenwich. How did you not know this? <laughs> well, no, we're told. I'm surprised it catches people out every year. It's the same. You're supposed time. to know. You're an adult now. Yeah, but if I just set an alarm, I just wake up when my alarm goes. To be fair, actually, I woke up at six. So that probably explains why, because it was actually seven. That's it, because the phones do it for you now, don't they? Yeah, I never. Yeah, even my watch does it. Because every year I'm usually in Frankfurt for the when the clocks change. And that's always like, is your phone going to change it for you or not? You can never really trust it. So maybe you should phone. Have you ever phoned a talking clock? No. You're not that old. No. Cloud, you phone me? You're not on the like, you, you know, your old house phones. You could phone the talking clock to get the time of day. No. What's what's um what's the name of this talking clock? Is it Big Ben? I know the number. No, it's just a woman who tells you the time. Right. It's been the days before clocks. Um, I don't know. Anyway, Google it. Find out. The, day, um, the days before clocks. The days before watches. <laughs> I don't know. There is definitely a talking clock though. I'm sure BT or someone ran it. Um. So yeah. Um. That leads me to this morning, and 
it in Plymouth was 60 mile per hour winds. And on the seafront, I went for a walk. I could barely walk in it, so there's no chance of running in it. Fair play, I saw some guy biking up the hill into the wind. He deserves a medal. It was like we've not had much, we've had on and off rain, but the wind here, a joke. So, anyway, I'm just going to start again tomorrow. And hopefully, my hamstring's feeling a little bit better. Did a bit of massage, gun on it, um, a bit of stretching. Um, so, yeah, hopefully, I'm all good for tomorrow and can go again. But I, I don't know what that total is for the week. I was on about 50, was I? Probably 52. There you go. I was hoping to hit 75, 80, but two days off will do that to you. Um, so, my record of running in Plymouth continues. I still can't do it. Third time's a charm. I did run a K. Does that count? Absolutely. Um, yeah, and I I went to the football. The other thing is I went to the football yesterday and there's some weird people around. There really is. Like, football hooligans are a different, different breed. Like, don't get me wrong, I get worked up at football. Like, most people, like, I'll scream and moan, but some of them just lose their heads completely. Like, they're walking out the ground and they're having a... Like, there was a load of lads in, in Burberry, so you knew they were just wanting to cause trouble. And they, they had a police escort, so they had, like, six police around them. And one of them was going at this policeman, like, just giving him loads of grief, whatever the policeman said to him. And the policeman's like, look, lads, you don't ever have to come here again if you don't want to. And they're like, oh, good, it's a shithole, and like, just give him loads of lip. And he was like, it's like you lads have never seen your team lose before. And then that made them worse. And anyway, yeah, I just find it bizarre what gets into people. They get a grip. Yeah, odd. Anyway, um, that's my week. So we, um, have we got, we got any Strava leaderboard, Josh? Can you talk me yeah. about So have a guess. Who's top? Same guy. Oh, boy. An absolute machine. I don't know how... This guy must go through some trainers, I tell you. So there's, there's bones must be steel. Yeah, 168.8 this week. <laughs> Average pace, 713s. Unbelievable. Um, this boy's in shape. In second place, we've got Brady. He's on 118. He, he dropped oh, a this week. 118 miles? Yeah, he dropped a, dropped a marathon. It wasn't his marathon this week, was it? No, 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 no he's got he a couple of weeks. Yeah. He just randomly did one. Um, let me quickly check. And then in third place, we had uh, Matt London on 110. So, yeah, another strong week. I mean, you, you've got to be easy banging that over 100 nowadays. Uh, yeah, he did a progressive long run. Uh, fair enough. I heard him talking about it. He was going to do the clarity session this week. So I hope you're invoicing him, Matt. Um, Absolutely. Oh, yeah, he did do his big long run. Um, yeah, fair play. 119 miles. We'll round it up for him. Um, Good lad. One of us boys needs to get back on some mileage to compete with them. Um, yeah, it's getting a bit, a bit out of hand. Anyway, should we um, list the questions? Because I've got, got a couple. We'll do a couple. Um, yeah. I literally put on about 15 minutes ago a picture of Josh in his shorts and asked a few people. And so far, the two replies have been negative for those shorts, Josh. Um, I think there's more, there more replies than that, but my, my Instagram was going in a weird order and it lost them all. I don't know how why. Oh, it's back now, actually. It's not been more than prize. Anyway, there's questions. Anyway. I find. Mid-Cheshire 5K. So this is Clarity's man, Mike Harrington. 
He says, do you think that so many marathon runners having social media and Strava profiles that they are not allowing themselves enough time to recover from marathons? I seem to see so many runners that have done decent marathons back out there almost straight away. And I wonder if they feel the pressure to be visible again. Yes, 100%. People are obsessed with Strava and showing off. And Josh, you are one of them. Um, 100% Josh is there going, if I can get this run a little bit quicker, I'm going to get more kudos on this run. And that's what he's there for. And Why do you think he spanked his last mile on that tempo? But no, Josh, Josh aside, I'm only joking, Josh doesn't really care that much. But um, there's definitely people out there who just that, yeah, they see what other people are doing and they sort of compare themselves to other people and just try and better it. Like, especially in those peak marathon weeks, you see one person's session go up of, I don't know, 12 by K off the K flow. The next day you've got somebody doing 13 by K off the K flow quicker and it just spirals out of control. Like, everyone's trying to batter each other and it's... um. It's not particularly healthy, but yeah, after a marathon, I don't know why people are, you know, getting straight back out there. There's no, no need really. But um, yeah, I think it's a dangerous it's not, game. It's not. It's not always healthy having, having a sort of obsession with looking at Strava. It's um, it's so hard to, like, you can look at Josh's or mine or Matt's Strava, and you can see what we do, but you wouldn't know how we're feeling behind it. Like people bullshit all the time in Strava. Um, they'll be like feeling good or like no issue. And then you look into the run and they've stopped for like 10 hours, like Josh does on some runs. Um, so, so yeah, it's, I don't think it's always, always healthy. Josh, your thoughts? I, do you know what? I actually don't look on Strava that much. I upload, but I never really check it. So you I just, check, just check your DMs, don't you? You just <laughs> post it to Instagram instead and then check your DMs there. Yeah, if it's really good, I post it to Instagram, but not that often. Um, I check like comments, but if someone comments on my run, but I, I don't really care what people do, to be honest. I think it's one of them, isn't it? I think you just have to focus on what you're doing. Um, and yeah, it's, it's good to have that sort of community on Strava, but I think at the end of the day, it's focusing on what you're doing and you're running, not anybody else's. Josh, um, you said you don't look at Strava. You sent me someone's run the other day and I forgot to ask whose it was. Can you tell me after the show if you want? I'll have to have that. I thought it was Max. You said, look at this. It was like, it was something like three, two, one minutes times four or five, something along those lines. All I could see was the little Strava bars. Um, so yeah, you can let me know who that is later if you don't want to out them on air. Okay. Um, Good question though, Mike. And I think, yeah, I think it's it's one of them. I think if you've done a marathon, think of the build-up you've done prior to that. Um, not just having a um, physical break, but having a mental break as well. It's really important. To be fair, Josh has just told me it was Mark Scott's. Of course it's Mark Scott's. It's only one person Josh cares about and it's the big, the big Barrowman Track Club boys. I was looking at some of the reps he did, just looking back at it. And there was a couple of reps. I mean, they're only a minute and a four-minute mile. Yeah. Um, Alan Corlett, no questions, just an answer. Bloody awful shorts. Fair play. Um, I had one more. Um, There's one from Dominic. I'm not going to book yeah. this. Uh, anyway, Josh likes this question because it's about him. Do you want to read it, Josh? 
Yeah, sure. So he's asked me, <clears throat> it could be interesting to hear you talk a bit about Josh's trip to Flagstaff or training camps in general. Have you done them in the past? How do you incorporate them into your life with a job, etc.? So um, with Flagstaff, I'm fortunate enough, my, my work are letting me work from home there um, just with a time difference. So that's very convenient. So I've never done this before. Um, so I don't know how it'll go, if I'm honest. Uh, I've not been to altitude before, but normally if I was to go away, uh, Aaron and I have been to Portugal quite a few times and we just sort of take time off work and go for two weeks or something. Um, but yeah, so no, it should be, should be, Flagstaff should be good fun. Yeah, I think when I was, when I didn't have a child, it was easier to get away. Like these days it's, it's a bit more difficult. Like I think when you're, sometimes when you train, you've, you train to a, a quite high level, you can be quite selfish. You, you often are quite a selfish person to, to have to train to that level. But yeah, when other things come into your life, it's a bit harder. Like I can like as much as I want to go away with Josh to Flagstaff for six weeks, I couldn't do it with a, a one-year-old daughter. So I think I'd still try and get out to Portugal for sort of 10 days, two weeks, but I'd probably even take my, take Jenny and Liza with me and they can have a holiday too. But, um, but yeah, I think it's just having a flexible job and it's difficult because people, some people don't have that flexibility in their, in their work for me and Josh we probably have sacrificed our careers a bit to be in that position. Like, yeah, I probably could have by now had a job in London in a better marketing role, but I didn't pursue it because I wanted to be able to train. So I suppose you, they're the decisions you make. Um, but yeah, um, I think the only thing I can say, I, I went to I went to Altitude, I've been to Font Romeo and it didn't particularly didn't work so well for me because it snowed <laughs> and then we came back and it was that really hot London year. So you've got to be careful with um, conditions at altitude. And um, what's it, what's he worried about? Uh, you're worried about Josh different off. So I'll get distracted by messages. Um, but it ties into actually, Claire, you can answer because you've been plenty of trips. Kenya. Yeah, I think, um, I think it's, um, I mean, when I went to Kenya, it was for, I think I was in between um, going into university. So I, I obviously didn't have a full-time job or anything like that. I think I was just working part-time. That was, you know, 12 years or no, 10, 11 years ago now. But um, yeah, I think it's, it, it is beneficial. I think the, bene- uh, the benefit is, is just having that consistent um, training and recovery side of things as well. You haven't got to worry about working day-to-day or whatever. So like the great thing with Josh is that he's got an understanding boss and he can do it. So why not? Yeah. yeah they're definitely beneficial. I love going to Portugal, Portugal, you know, if I can train for two weeks with people like Josh or other, there's, there's usually loads of others who are similar ability out there. It just makes such a difference. Like you can do, we managed to get like 120 mile a week done and it felt like we didn't, actually run that much didn't it you know because you just you, sort can just of... you can just recover better so you can hit workouts and sessions harder um yeah but like you say it's a sacrifice really so like, i'm going away for christmas so i'm literally going to be well my friend's coming now ross skelton's coming with me now but otherwise i'd have literally been sat on my own at christmas so that personally doesn't bother me but i'm sure a lot of people that would probably bother quite a bit um 
I would say though, if you go on these training trips, it's good for me to go with because I've been on some Portugal trips with some of the Lincoln boys, and it's been yeah much better because you just if you can surround yourself with people distract you a bit, it just makes those weeks even better. Like some of my best running stories come from those trips, which we'll probably need a whole separate episode on for some of the um, Matt Barris' stories in Portugal. So I'll save those for future weeks. Um, should we move on to news? Has there been any, Josh? Yeah, no, I don't think... Um, I thought sort of had a bit of a browse. I think there's been a few low-key races, but there's not really been anything massive really um i have one result that i need to shout um to shout out to um a cardiff athlete um cardiff club member for banger 10k so um scott nixon he uh he got the win there in absolute banger absolute banger um he ran it and I think it was around 33 minutes. Sorry if I got that. I was wrong. giving a shout out. You don't know what you're shouting out. Um right. Yeah, so well done, Scott. Um I know it's a hilly um hilly route as well. So I know he's chuffed to get the win there. So well done, mate. Good man, Scott. What a um good name. And I've got Lincoln 10K, which was um won by Ronnie Wilson, who I call small Ron. Um, I'm big Ron. So Ronnie Wilson, 30-18 for the win there from Lucy and Alison. Jordan Skelly, a few of the Lincoln boys obviously had a little duel in the rain. It looked very, very wet. Um, Abby Donnelly took the win in the in the female in 33-20. Pretty impressive. Tenth overall for that solid runner from Abby. Um, and yeah, that's... I, I've not really been looking out for races today but I think with such a wet and windy afternoon I can't imagine there'd be much quicker times than what we saw at Lincoln um there have been a few cross countries yesterday isn't it cross country season started I know the American champs are, are kicking off aren't they um around now do we have do we have some conferences at the weekend do you or know what I don't take any notice of anything in America really yeah, I think it was West Coast. I think it was the conferences. I think it's conference weekend. Um, yeah, I saw West Coast conference was on. Um, so, yeah, uh, just going to look at the. I think men Portland came third in West Con- West Conference, Matt. Well, that's not good. Disaster. We we'll have to get Coach Connor on to talk us through that. Got beat by Gonzaga. Um, anyway, yeah, if that's our news. Let's um let's wrap it up because I've got a busy busy weekend. Eliza's birthday is Tuesday, so we'll be celebrating that. And um, I've got a long drive home tomorrow night, which is going to be fun. Have you ever have you ever driven down to Plymouth, Josh? Nah. Have you driven I, down to Cornwall? I don't. I couldn't exactly tell you where it is. I know it's south somewhere, but Plymouth's on the south coast, like very edge of Cornwall. So southwest. Southwest, okay. yeah. And then Well, Nuki's Cornwall, so right, sort of. Nuki's above it to the left a bit. Okay. Yeah, no, nah, um, I have no intention of going that far down. But yeah, you just drive. You, you literally get onto the, is it M4, Matt? Matt knows roads. Yeah, um, right, it's M4, M4, M5, isn't it? And M- then you're on the D roads. M5, whatever it is. And it's like, stay on the road for 180 miles. And like, oh, great. Um, 
So no wonder my hamstring took the battering. But yeah, we'll um, stay down here for another couple of days. Um, I'm going to go downstairs and scare some trick-or-treaters. And yeah. Give us some eggs. <laughs> no egging. Um, I think we let out some secrets tonight, boys. I don't know if we should have shared that for listeners. We're gonna, gonna I mean, like we terrible. didn't we didn't throw them. We just we just brought eggs. I mean, There's we were no just making a fruit. few Spanish omelets. I actually just making cakes. Yeah, good cake exactly. making. Um, master baker is Josh. Um, <laughs> yeah, what's happening? Your week, Clousy? Um, I'm getting my dishwasher fitted tomorrow. So that should be exciting. Um, and <laughs> and uh, I might might on the track Wednesday, you know. Um, but I always say that, and then I just can't be asked, and I'll end up just doing something outside my house. Uh, but that's my week. How about you, Josh? Um, yeah, not not too much. We're back somehow. We're back to month end again, so probably a bit, awesome. bit of a busier week at work. But then um, Reading at the weekend, so I'm quite excited for that. Hopefully, well, let's. I haven't had my entry confirmed. I only emailed them yesterday. So hopefully first they let me in. And then secondly, hopefully the race goes well. It looks I like have, a good field, so. I might, I might pop down maybe, see if I can get down to watch. Because I've, got a, I've got an athlete running Barcelona Marathon. That's Sunday. Hoping he has a, a quick one. Um, I don't know about you, Klaus, but I'm actually, I'm more excited for his races than I do get for my race, to be honest. I don't know what happens with this coaching. Yeah, I know. Into it, then I suppose it? Matt probably gets excited because there's such a spectrum of like the best time I could run and the worst time I could run. Yeah, but he never, well, he, him. he never wants you to run badly, whereas I'm sitting there going, blow up, blow up, blow up. <laughs> He's like, yeah, run. <laughs> um, but yeah, I I also on the long drive down to Plymouth, I listened to um Josh Widdicombe and um I forget his name now, Rob Beckett's parenting podcast which will be no relevance to you boys, but if any parents are out there who want enough podcast to listen, it's fantastic. They get some good guests on there. Um, I particularly liked uh, Jimmy Carr's parenting techniques. They're, they're good. Um, so yeah, you can, if you boys want to learn about parenthood, have a listen and um, get some tips. You'll soon learn that none of us know what we're doing. Just wing it. And it's all of our lives. As long as they survive, you're doing all right. But yeah, anyway, I'll, On speak that note. I'll speak to you boys. Yeah, keep them alive. We're all good. Speak to you next week, boys. Yeah, Cheers, lads. Cheers. Bye.